0: I'm Jakob Voigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled. In today's show, we, uh, do, we're doing a little bit of an untraditional uh, format. Um, I thought that it would be good to reflect, um, seeing that we, we've come out of this post-pandemic world, to reflect on the world of work. Um, our focus typically is on the technology that we, we use a, at our daily lives, and um, and today I thought let's let's focus on the on the human aspect um, of that. So I'm joined by three lovely ladies. Uh, I'm joined by Anday, by Rochelle and by some way, And uh, I thought let's have a, a conversational format Where we just talk about uh, what the world of w- work looks like Post-pandemic and in this in this modern world So um, I'll start with Rachelle we, uh, we met uh, uh, about eight months ago Yeah, we did And yeah. then uh, what were you doing at the time?
1: So I was busy studying with my last exams of my degree and then, just before my exam started, I went for my very first interview at Catalytic.
0: So, ah, so so out of school, into university, yeah. and then you were studying for your last exam. And uh, just for context, what, what did you study?
1: So, I studied business management at Academia, and um, it was very different than what I expected the real business world compared to what I was studying.
0: Okay okay so you were studying uh, business management B- business management and i assume in that uh, in this academic world they they uh, created certain uh, expectations in terms of uh, how things would would work in the, in the workplace how, how structures would be and all that
1: yeah we learned so many different structures but i think catalytic structure was so Uh, something I didn't expect because it's very different to what I'm like seeing movies and what we were studying about and um, the odd thing was there was a flat structure and we were working in teams which I thought was the weirdest thing because I was expecting there to be some type of manager (laughs) telling us what to do day-to-day basis but that was not what it was at all
0: so on that point as a side note um, Anday and I sit in in many many interviews Probably one of the worst things that somebody can say to me, uh, you know, you get that uh that um question, what do you want to where do you, do you see yourself, yourself in five years? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if somebody says they want to be a manager, then you go like wow they kind uh, of
2: just look at each other.
0: <laughs> Cause, uh, yeah, that's probably one of the, the, worst, the worst things. Worst, yeah. So so um was there anything that that uh, you f- you found in in the workplace that you expected, or is it is everything different?
1: Um, what I expected is different to what I walked into. I was expecting to walk into a place and somebody would be looking over us all the time and um, basically being managed. I would say, micromanaged, yeah, yeah. micromanage, and that was not the case. So. When I walked into Catalytic, I was thinking, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be only doing project. And that was not what it was <laughs> at all. <laughs> so um, then I got involved in our programs. And now I'm sitting here on the podcast as well. So <laughs> it's very different. Catching than balls. Balls. <laughs> yeah, catching balls, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's very different.
0: So, so Andre, and then to you, this Catalytic was also your, your first job out of university.
2: Mm. Yeah, so well, I, so I appeared in America for about a year, and then after that, I started at, at Telemasters, which was previous to Catalytic. Um, and then, yeah, office, obviously, me as well. I studied for about three years, expected what for, you. For context, what did you study? for Human Resources. Um, <laughs> um, I expected what you learned theoretically, and then you get to the practical. Ca- Part of things and it's just not that at all um, I think in the last three and a half Four years I've experienced Stuff that I never thought I would Ever experience so I think I think the that the, What you study and what you learn on At school is never what you actually do In real life
0: and, and It's interesting that Because um, c- we were talking about uh, generations In the workplace it was interesting To me that uh, everybody expects This hierarchical thing um, but uh, Some do you work in a
3: hierarchy? Um, yeah, I think so. You have to like what, this the place. Of a, <laughs> <of a circus. laughs> I mean, I mean, we have a station manager, and then you have like the people that have their own shows, and then there's the producers. Like, there's a
2: bit, a, a bit, bit yeah. of a hierarchy, but, but not a, as traditional as you would, yeah, it's as a lot corporate. more of a,
0: of a team. Team environment Definitely and, I mean there's obviously if, if somebody asks you to do something You're going to do it But uh, It's a lot more collaborative If you want to Oh yes yeah. So call it's it easier
3: I mean if there's like a technical issue I can call the station manager and be like Yo dude <laughs> I'm drowning um, And then also Like day to day stuff You can ask your other colleagues To help you with something So that's That's the cool thing about it
0: So So can I ask you now my, my favorite interview question uh, Work related, we know we know in personal <laughs> life uh, what the answer is. So in work related, where do you see yourself in in five years? Do you want to be a manager?
2: Do you want to be a station manager?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, all my life I've always said this: I want to be the next Oprah. That's okay. that's something I've always said to people that I I aspire to be the next Oprah. So I think in the next five years, um, personalizing that into my life, I would love to to really. Be a full-time content creator Okay like Just just uh, doing the YouTube things on a full-time basis
0: But th- that doesn't sound like you're going to be bossing lots of people around
3: How do you know? I'm um, not sure I mean, I mean, you know, like if I could get paid to travel, then it's done You want to be a boss lady? <laughs> you know, like sipping on a mimosa somewhere in Mauritius Yes Wow, wow, What's shouting
0: uh Commands at people
3: oh no whilst vlogging the entire thing oh, okay. <laughs> my entire no, life is see. content and i can get money for that
0: so uh so rachel back to you um in uh, in the uh, what role does technology play in the world of work f- for you and and is that something that you expected to w- was it was it as big a p- part of what you expected it to be or is it
1: um, well, I think the industry we worked in didn't exist for me at all Before I started working at Catalytic To me, it was just plugging in your Wi-Fi yeah, and, and rebooting think about it. it So it's a whole different type of role There's so many technology c- components that plays a role in this And um, yeah, so it's definitely different And it plays a big role And you learn something new every day Yeah, no, definitely And not.
0: can you live without the technology?
1: No, no. <laughs> Not just technology, like social media as well That's something I feel like is a big role, daily habits, is social media, I would say. Yeah,
2: yeah
0: it's on a on a maslow scale <laughs> it becomes, uh, becomes before everything so um Andaya, when we when you look for for somebody to join the team what 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 um, do you typically look for because um and and part of the reason why i asked the question is every time uh, virtually every conversation that we have on the show in terms of in terms of technology like you said the the this industry almost didn't exist for you, um, and everybody's talking about how um, automation and AI is is basically taking over menial jobs, and and there's a lot of jobs that uh, in the next five years that that probably isn't defined yet. Mm. So so um, what typically would you would you look for in a in a in a candidate?
2: I think that's a difficult question Um, I mean we've in Catalytic We've now tried every single person out there I think (laughs) with a success rate Of what 50% (laughs) Um, So that's a difficult question I mean you look at the role and you Kind of go this is what we think we need This is what we need for the group Especially since we're a flat structure, we try and find people that kind of match the group's um, expectation at that point. Um, currently, we're just looking for salespeople, and that's honestly the hardest people to find. Um, I think, yeah, so it's difficult for me um, to explain what exactly. I think obviously your um, skill set, the what you, what you, where you see yourself, and also the way that you conduct your. Workload or your work life. Um, I think that's important, especially in a fr- flat structure, because we um, we need people that actually commits to the structure and commits to taking responsibility for their actions and um, being there and pl- a team player and communicating and all of that stuff. So it depends on the role and where we are in that work cycle. I would say.
0: And I, I think for me what that what that says, and I think Rochelle, you can maybe attest to that you've got to be adaptable the, yes. the, the days of, I of think having that's, a, a yeah. single defined role, role is over um, mm. is over and, and you need you, you need somebody that can sort of multitask and yeah. and, um, and learn new things on a on a daily basis and and I think um under, in the time that you and I have worked together we've probably we've probably changed the I don't want to say the the, the company structure, but sort but of yes. the the coloring on the, insi- on the inside of the of the lines, we probably ch- uh, changed it probably six times yes. or whatever. So you try something, you see a, it work some of that works, again. some of it doesn't, and then and then, and then we, yeah. we you have to adapt. And you and, and Rochelle, you're sitting inside that structure. You mm. you sort of have to to uh, be open and and just say, "Okay, right, let's try something new and let's get involved in, in new things."
2: Yeah. I think that's that's the most important thing that. We especially where we are. Um, I mean, catalytic is my only frame of reference. That's where I started. But I think adaptability is is the main thing that we that we are looking for, and that we, that we um, that, our, that our business structure is made out of. I mean, Rachelle does three different roles in her one project management roles that she probably didn't think she would ever <laughs> do. Um, same with me. I also. I mean, I do HR, but I do marketing and I do whatever general. Stuff there is to do, so I think in the new world of work, that is something that that people need to need, need to adapt to. You need to be um, able to f- to function in multiple roles at the same time while actually just del- delivering the one thing that you are actually hired for
0: and and i think for for, for me uh, and i mean i 'm obviously biased, but uh, the, the the way that the world 's going to work all, all of the stuff that we 're looking at. Um, in the world of uh, Google or, or uh, Facebook, uh, they called Meta now, is is small. Fast-moving teams, entrepreneurial top spirit, mm. uh, non—not specifically defined uh, roles, and and you just adapt as as the the requirements of your mm. customer base and and technology um, flows.
2: And I think people, I think people generally think that they are those type of people, and then you get into those that scenario, and then you go, "This is actually not for me." Like I need the structure, and I need the hierarchy, and I need to know this is what I do on a daily basis, and I can come here and do this and. My work will be done Um, I think finding people who actually Live above that or I don't want to say above that But who wants to be different Or adaptable and not just Do what you are told to do I think that's a difficult thing to find That's not everyone
0: So so you just made me think One of my favorite um, 30 minute clips that I've seen Was John Sano last year at a a, um, a talk about uh, The tyranny of comfort Mm-hmm. and And I think as a from from a human perspective, people want certainty and and um, let 's say comfort in in the world of work it 's probably certainty around if i do this i 'll be okay and if i don 't do that i 'll be in trouble but I think the the constant message that we that we keep on um, talking about is the fact that um, that certainty uh, is definitely not not there anymore. Uh, we don't. I keep on saying uh, to people, uh, you, you know, if if we had to do a, a business forecast two years ago, um, yeah. just before <laughs> COVID, we would have probably been uh, uh, off yeah. of the reservation by now.
2: Yeah. Um, and then also back to the technology aspect of aspect of things, like technology technology is ever evolving. So mm-hmm. obviously. The work that you do also needs to be ever evolving, and you yourself needs to be ever evolving and better yourself and learn new skills every day. Otherwise, you are going to get stuck in ten years ago.
0: So, so Rachael, um, what was what, what was one of the most difficult things for you to to adapt to or get used to? Um, because I mean, uh, if if you look at if you look at uh, your your team members' makeup, the, the, there's, there's across the generations, there's we, we've probably got <laughs> one in in every no, well not baby boomers but from there downwards, mm. there's probably somebody acro- uh, you know across.
1: Um, I think the most difficult part. I think I'm the youngest in the company. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> and um, my team consists consists of people that's in their fifties, thirties um not 20 so no you're the only 20 I'm the only 20 year old. (laughs) so I'm I'm working with people that's like 10 20 years older than me and I would say our mindset's very different so um I guess it's trying to find a way to compromise on their behalf and my behalf and trying to get an understanding as how we can work together as a team because we think so different Mm. so I think that was the um, biggest
2: um, challenge I would say so you're the youngest and then what are you the oldest? Yaku? I was I
0: was about to say thought we could skip that one hour. But clearly that's where we're at now. <laughs> so so um Sims, I wanna ask you uh and I mean not to name names, but I mean you you guys deal with, with um obviously different customers and, and companies. Uh in also in your in your um, speaking world and You know the content world that you're doing yes. What's your what's your view on, on Sort of how companies Are adapting to this to, to maybe a more modern way of Looking at how management Happens in a company
3: Ooh, I would say that y- You get the guys that Are able to adapt quickly And then you get the guys that are still stuck In their ways and there's no In between it's either you Are with the new trends, or you're not, and I think that's what I'm seeing is that like I will read a lot of online online stuff about like social media. You know, for me, when Instagram comes out with a new update, that's a big deal, you know, because that means it's changing the way people are interacting on that platform, but it's also changing how people are receiving content on that platform, which will change the way. People see your brand So that's very important And some companies don't understand the importance of social media So if they don't even care about it It's like, well You're not going to keep up And in a few I would say in a few years A lot of people are not going to know what your brand stands for If you don't utilize the platforms um, Out there
0: And and maybe I can ask you And Rochelle now, do, do you think that uh, If you look at amongst your peers Do people... We, when you look for work When you decide which company to join Is that Do you do you look at what that structure looks like Or do you say uh, Let's get the first job that we can And, and, and mo- moan about it afterwards About, yes, about the our tough <laughs> <laughs> 'cause because there's a, there's this um and the reason I'm asking is because there's all of this talk about uh post pandemic the great resignation and mm. and uh what what's it millennials or whatever that mm-hmm. want to maybe do multiple things and um their, their values are different uh, in my generation we We uh, had to go study and get a job so we can we can get a retirement policy yeah. so one day and we, you
2: can 't like your job yeah
0: well you don 't have to you <laughs> must just grin and bear it so um, well,
3: I think i 'm definitely the the generation that you speak of um, <laughs> because I, I think I made one vow of of a not working in cop. Corporate So that was the first part Where I was like I'm not doing that Um, And I think Even with that mentality Like I want to be in a workspace Where I think I can grow And learn Those are very important things And Learning and growing Doesn't mean I'm going to be there forever you yeah. Know? Okay. Yeah. The, the, I think that's the mind. Um, that's that's the difference in the younger people is that I'm not going to be there for fifty years. Mm-hmm. If I've gotten what I think is beneficial to me, and if I've reached, you know, the ceiling, the ceiling in this yeah. place, it's time to move on to the new place. And I think a lot of young
2: people look at it like that. What, like what,
0: it, is, what is that timeline? Just so I can make notes. <laughs> on this I,
2: no, but in, like I've when I speak to people and they go, "How long have you been?" at your current job and I go well about four well it's coming to four years oh, everyone a goes time. you need to go you need to leave <laughs> This a long <laughs> like you've reached it <laughs>
3: like okay yeah it, it's quite like people getting to five years is a it's a big deal now Mm, yeah. That's how much
0: So, it's so as far as now Like the 20 years like like yeah. golden watch Yeah
2: that's not normal anymore <laughs> Yeah we're looking
3: at you And we're like Chief what are you doing are you stuck
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And um I think also A lot of people now Have the privilege To do the things That they enjoy Like mm-hmm. I I can say I enjoy content And creating content Coming up with content And therefore I can even work In a space That allows me to do What I enjoy Um as opposed to you, Yaku, where you went and got the degree Whether you wanted to be an engineer or not y- <laughs> You had to do it <laughs> Do you to ask Yaku what degree
2: he has? Do you know what, he, what degree a, he it's has?
0: It's a useless degree I, I studied it's just, psychology no, You can't know it's useless For no, uh, uh, what do you do, I was saying. Uh, no, 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 I was saying to to Rochelle Uh, When I was studying at university And I I, I I thought I understood people And all that And and now
2: now it's like (laughs)
0: 10, 15, 20 years later whatever. I'm not going to be too specific about it But uh, I understand understand less about people And I think the the world's changed so so much That uh, um, I don't don't think I don't think what we got taught About how you must think people Think uh, work like that anymore Mm -mm. Um, I don't think five is a long time (laughs)
1: But you can also, you can always grow in the business. Like you start off as a, for example, a project person and then you grow up into social media or marketing. So you can always find a space where you
2: feel like, okay, this is where I belong. Yeah. Um, I think that's important in a company to have, to have the, the ability to actually be able to see what you like. I mean, if I also, if I only did HR, I probably, we didn't sit yet today you know,
0: and, I, I th- and I think to me um, uh, you, you know when we when we talk to uh, about our customers or to our customers, we always say we've got to understand what the what the problem is that we can fix for them it's we don't mm-hmm. go to sell a specific product. The same thing in a business um, to me um, if somebody within an organization can come and fix a problem or, or make something in a business better, that's adding value mm-hmm. um. And and uh, I talk about it a lot with with people. Well, in fact, Gareth also talks about it quite a bit. We it, so, it sounds very unemotional. When you say, "Don't talk to me about feelings. Talk to me about the outcome." But that, that's sort of the the way that the, the world works. So you might, in your own world, you might be sitting there thinking, "I'm working like a superstar," and meanwhile, you know, you. Just, uh, shoveling coal there or Whatever And it doesn't uh, It doesn't make a difference One way or the other But if you can If you can uh, Meaningfully Fix a, a problem Or or make some A process in the business better Or contribute uh, Something to that I think I think that's sort of Where the value Would would be in a business And then um, my, my little lesson that i that I gave to Rochelle in the car this morning the one thing simpson it's it 's maybe maybe relevant for you as well there's certain things that 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 's universal in the world, regardless if you 're running a non profit or a business or anything like that there 's always money involved you have to do sums you have to do some admin which is which is not always that that great um, and i think uh you you know as you pointed out you must go and and do do those different things so you can learn and be well rounded so if you want to do your own thing, at least you you, you know you at least um, know what you 're doing not like not like me when I started uh, my first business and and uh, I was used to having accounting departments and people doing stuff for me, and then when it, when it, when I was on my own, it was all me, <laughs> so uh, you learn, you learn quickly then what 's valuable in in life and, and, and in business mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think this was so what i what i hoped that we could do is 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 maybe give some of our our listeners and customers maybe a different view on 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 um sort of how people look at it i i've got to be honest uh, it's something i spend a lot of my thinking time on and like i said i don't understand it uh, i don't understand this millennial thing where they go three years or four years is a long time but it's the reality for the business and then i think for for um, and we've got to find a mechanism where we can let all of the different generations sort of f- uh, become their best and and work to the benefit of, of the business. So I think I personally believe it's something that every single uh, business owner or MD um, um, struggles with, if you want to call it that, or or. or Thinks about, um, and it's always it's it's always good to hear a bit a bit of a different po- point of view that we can you know put that in our pipe and smoke it and see if we can if we can maybe adapt our thinking you know so it's not only the 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 team members that have to adapt you know sometimes sometimes as a as a leader of a business you also have to to think okay well maybe I must let it go or, or accept it we must do it in a different way. <laughs>
3: Yes, I will add um, I think we're living in an era where The employees know Their worth Um, And and I think before that wasn't The case and so I walk Into an organization Saying I have this skill set What can you do for me and I think That's what has really caused The shift in conversation And the shift in how people work Um, And the reason why people can resign Because they're like well I have the skill set I can do this anyway. Yes. In fact, I can do this working from home for a company that's in Europe. Yeah. But uh,
0: uh, look, so, so that's a, it's an interesting debate buy that for me because um, uh, because this um, sort of. Uh, I don't want to call it piecework, but contract work where you can where you can deliver uh, yeah you can freelance and you can deliver value to multiple businesses and and maybe maybe have a more well rounded offering. Uh, in return for that, you then you then sacrifice the security of of, of a monthly salary. Uh, the way that you uh, going about it, I would love it if somebody came into our business and say, "Listen, I know what I can do." Da 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 da. Um, and in fact. Every time when, when we have that conversation, I'm, I'm I always say, yeah, oh, okay, cool, let's have a look, let's see, um, but there's got to be a trade off, you know. And I think that's the 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 reality, um, the, um, you know, that you have to have on the other side is 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 there's got to be a, a trade off for for the business, you know. Uh, and and um, I always say, you know, somebody's got to give first. Um, so so, but, wanna- but it's a, it's a good it's a I think it's a, it's a such an important thing, um, and anybody that's sitting. Uh, owning a business that's that's anything above above forty has got's gotta think about that differently and and it's 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 hard to accept because it's <laughs> it's, it's not that easy to yes, it's not you know if you've got thirty or forty people coming to you and say, "I know my worth and <laughs> what are you going to do for me becomes a becomes a little bit of a hamster wheel for for the people sitting on the other side of the table
2: yeah you always say an interview what did, what's your favorite interview say thing
0: Oh, um, well, it's, something I, it's something I read uh, late last year uh, They say an interview is a is a conversation between two liars
3: <laughs> Yes
1: Because
0: <laughs> you're going to promise me the world And I'm going to tell you where the best place is anyway. um, Someone's lying and, and often it doesn't work like that <laughs>
1: But then also I went from high school straight into university So I didn't have anything to offer when I started my first job And um, that's not what Yaku told me in my interview, by the way. (laughs) Um, He told me that um, Catalytic is a place where I can get a lot of experience, something I don't have. So usually when you do go see the job requirements, you're like – you need to study this and this and have ten years' experience of that. But how do you get the experience if you, if you don't get the chance, yeah, don't yeah. get the chance to? And that's something that I'm very grateful for, is having that chance to get the experience and learning like so many things from different people in the company. So there's also
0: that part. So, so – so, and for me, that is, – is, well, I think uh, there's a lot of people that use the same – I don't know who came up with it, but there's a lot of people that say you hire for attitude and then, you, and then you train the skill. So, so – and, and I think to me um, – uh if I can come back to you the I like that confident attitude or whatever but I mean ultimately it's all about the attitude and 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 that's what I'm saying as long as you go with the attitude to say I'll make the business whole in the process uh, you know what can a business do for me but I'll make sure that the business benefits in a in in the process then then I think that's something that that that's probably a workable trade off um and then and in again I just have to say 2 years is is just too short <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank you everybody. I, I hoped we, uh, we we gave a bit of a, a view on on sort of uh, you know what the different thought processes in a business uh, um, can be and, and how, how us as as business uh, call it leaders or owners uh, need to need to change our thinking and also for the hopefully for the younger ones listening uh, you know um, uh, be bold, try something and and be willing to to do different lots of different things and and again, my last thing that i 'll say. However you look at your relationship to the business, if you can make a, a friction or a problem or a process in the business go away or, or make it better, you'll, you'll add value and you'll be valuable to the business and the business will look after you. There's no two ways about that. Thanks for listening to Unbundled, brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to boost business in South Africa. Remember that you can listen to all of the episodes on the Cliff Central Apple website. And for added convenience, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. And if you want to know more about Catalytic, um, please visit catalytic.co.za, or you can also visit us at our Midrand office.
3: Cliffcentral.com.